Dad's talking football. Welcome to Dad's Talking Football. This is the weekly podcast where the dads from Dad's Drinking Beer break down the NFL football season for each of you. So thank you for joining. It's going to get a little explicit. We're done with Super Wild Card Weekend. We're getting ready to look at the divisional round. But before we get started, let's do our quick intros. The OG, DDB, the guy in front of me, Chris. How the <laughs> fuck are you, man? I'm, I am so good right now. So good. All the reasons. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling real good. Well, your team's still alive, so you 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 do look good. Pearly white, smiling, left to right. You look good, man. You look great tonight. There's there's a feeling of when your team is there and it's and I mean they're winning with authority. There's a certain aura that kind of just, you know, comes around. So yeah. You're pretty you're, good. You're exhibiting that big cock brock aura right now, right? I'm trying to embrace it, yes. Dude, embrace the entire thing. The whole thing. <laughs> take take it all in. <laughs> just like that statue. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just thinking of. We're back, baby. Uh, and then obviously Mr. Mel uh is is out sick. Um, and I, I know what you're thinking. He he called out last night. Um, and when you call out two days in a row, you, you gotta figure it's pretty serious. So poor guy's got the flu. Um, definitely not a jaguar bite, as someone said on Twitter. You know, it probably just got stung by the by the Jags or uh, <laughs> you know, in a in a state of depression. So we're going to we're going to respectfully believe him that he's really sick. I I know he's sick. He wants to be here. You know, he's an intern. He's not getting paid anyway. So like he really wants to be here, but it'll just be the the OG crew tonight, okay? Let let me just touch on it though. I did play golf with him on Monday and he was definitely down in the dumps. He's probably had a low immune system because it was like his energy was low. So that's for sure. But then I also want to bring up the time when I could not make the podcast. And you guys did a little bit of bashing on the Niners. That's one of, you know, episode maybe like three or something like that. So I just want to say, we're going to, we're going to respect Mel and his time, but uh, I don't think know. the Niners were coming off of a playoff historic uh, <laughs> loss from, from by, by 27 or something. Right. Like I think it was, I think it was like week two. Yeah. They, they, yeah. And so it was different. You guys were coming off a bears loss, but that's totally different. Totally different. That was a, the finger of God was over soldier field that day. You remember that, that weather storm. I do remember that very well, actually. Yes. But thanks for reminding it. It should be more equal how we dish it out. Uh, but we're going to probably gloss over that game when we do our quick review um, of last week's games, because those are worth touching on. Super Wild Card Weekend was everything super and then some. Agreed. It was it lived up to the the new marketing scheme, branding scheme that it was given because it was it was a fucking great weekend of football. It really was. And I'm going to let you start it because it was a Niners Seahawks game that kind of got the whole ball started. But six games. Uh, difference in points anywhere from one, three, seven. Most of the games were very, very tight, but your game falls outside of that. But it didn't look like that right away. So let's let's yeah. dive in. Let's talk about Super Wild Card Weekend. Gloss over some of these games before we get into the meat and potatoes and get into divisional round. Yeah, I mean, I we talked about it last time. I, it, it is stressful going in and being the first one out, and you you know you know there's going to be an upset coming. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be your team or not? So it was nice to kind of play first in a way because it kind of just ripped the bandaid off and kind of went for it. Um, and that game, I mean, I talked to someone, they were like, oh, that 49ers game was really boring. I was, it, was, it was legal fill. Legal oh, was like, man. oh, it was, that game was kind of boring. And I was like, what? as a Niners fan, it was it was great. Um, it, was a, it was kind of an up and down game, really. It was kind of, it, it, the Niners came out looking good um, and then just got sloppy. And then, and then the Seahawks took the lead going into the, into the house at halftime. And I don't know what the, what the, you know, what the speech was that Shanahan gave, or if it was that stupid squib kick, which I don't know why they did that. And then led, then followed up by that terrible penalty, which is just so unnecessary. And maybe that was just to liven them up, but I mean, it was a chippy game. I mean, the Seahawks were pulling on Debo's leg, which I thought was insane that they didn't call that. Um, oh, yeah. You know, they're trying to be the 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 team that was going to be making these shots. But I think it just pissed off the Niners in the right way. And they just turned it on and never looked back, which I think we talked about it again last time. 
this is the time to do that. You don't just win the game. You have to make a statement every game. You have to be a powerhouse and come out and win it. And they did, and they looked great. And now they're getting a little bit of love. They're finally getting a little bit of love from the mass media. We've always been loving on them. Um, For sure. The dads have been leading the charge on that on that love. I, yeah. I mean, and, and a couple of people are like, are you buying the hype about you know, Brock Purdy, it's like, look, we have to, this is what we got now. And I, and I think, yes, we, you, you do, you know what I mean? He's, he's done some things that very few quarterbacks have done. Um, you know, the ones that have done it, that he's done are people like, you know, Kurt Warner and Patrick Mahomes and like guys that are like now household names. Yeah. He's in that, he's in that, that, that class. So um, yeah, yeah, he looked great. He looked great. He looked poised. He, he did look a little sloppy, not sloppy. He looked a little um, different in the beginning of the game. Missed some passes. Can you blame him? Playoff game. Yeah, to give him a little slack. Yeah, exactly. So it was a great game. I thought they. I thought it lived up to the hype. It did, in my opinion, set the tone for the rest of the weekend off, and and all the other games just kind of kept getting better. I mean, honestly, I mean, every single game was amazing. I mean, you had to feel like after getting that dub hard fought right divisional game you had to just feel like that game's over it's a win now i can just enjoy five games yeah see who we're see who we're playing next right that was the road but that's just that's got to feel great man yeah it was good and and you know and then having the other game at night which you know the game we will not speak of but yes the, the the other game at night was done was was going on it was i could relax and then going into sunday and just enjoy it like you said yeah see who's who we're gonna play uh on monday we had to wait till monday though but i mean it was sure. it was yeah it it was great it was a great day a great weekend and looking forward to another one this weekend fuck yeah dude hey if everyone not knowing chris is still really high off of his win he is loving this <laughs> I right am. now and I've i want already, you to gone... be giddy and next week's episode you're gonna be like eating shrooms you're gonna be so fucking euphoric during this episode a couple things I got, to I point out though and started doing bets. So I got bets going all these other different oh, actions. So save it for the bet corner at the end, man. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Maybe some new locks coming your way, guys. Um, hey, the Niners, though, I like how you kind of put that. They they had to kind of step on their throat at the end of the game because it was Seahawks held the lead by one very uncharacteristic penalty. When that when that was that late hit from the Niners, I was like, what the fuck? Is it is this like Michigan State from the early 2000s playing John L. Smith coaching where they're just if you don't get a penalty on the field, you're getting arrested for assault that night. Like that was, that was not cool. It made us all no. kind of go, Oh, but you know what? Kudos to Purdy. What four, four total touchdowns. And on the flip side, you know, Geno Smith, he played about as well as he could for that first half. You know, he, he hung with the Niners and said, look guys, I had a pretty good season too. Um, and I'm just happy that, and then there was one, right. That there's still a dad's team yeah. who is pushing and fighting on and, these new these new bandwagoners, how do you feel about them? Like, because we've you have Niners in the Super Bowl from the preseason. I have them in the NFC Championship or whatever yeah. from the preseason. Like, like where are you at on that? Well, like, are you well, saying hop, I've, I've tried hop on board this... or are you saying get you know get lost? No, I, I mean, look, I I don't think you can say get lost. I think you have to be like, come on over. But I do think it's. I mean, it it, it does happen. But I do think the Niners are not the team that people are jumping on their bandwagons yet. You know, I think it's all Bills, Chiefs for sure. That's where everyone's going there. So okay, I'll I'll stay under the radar. We're still we're still like number what like four on the teams. Like everyone says, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, and then us. So we're not we're still not like the team that, which is fine. That's where I want to be. I that's don't want to be the yeah. It's a better yep. position, even if you're playing a little reverse psychology for our listeners. I I get it and I agree with it. So you're right. Way to squeak out that win against the divisional Seahawks. Way to get it done. <laughs> I tease. You got the win. That's huge. And then you put your feet up, and we watched the Chargers and Jaguars that night. For anyone who doesn't know, go look it up. Go go Google um, second half comeback. That was a, a game for the ages. It was historic. Um, it really was. I'm. We're going to defer a lot of it to Mel, but I will say he went very dark on social media afterward, just kind of turned everything off. And even during the game, he started texting like, we're going to charger this. The Chargers yeah. are going to charger this game. And that was maybe when it was 27-7 or, or 27-14 and, and the Jaguars were getting the yeah. ball back. And you were like, no. Like, Dude. Yeah. 
not no. an issue. This is over. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's move on because I think Mel will still give us something. You're right. Earlier in pre you pre 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 production, you said, "Hey, Mel's gonna have another week under his belt. He might be over it. He'll never be over this. He, no. Yeah, he will have this sharp. But he said he has a little monologue prepared. So we'll see. Maybe we can ask him to like there is there or is an understanding. I I believe him. It's tough. It, it is hard to get over it. Um, but yeah, we'll yeah. we'll 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 keep moving. We'll keep absolutely. Moving. That takes us to Sunday, where there were three games, and the first one was was the Dolphins at the Bills. Now, the Bills went into this game, I believe, as a 14-point favorite or 13-point favorite. Yep. It was the biggest yep. spread for any wild-card weekend game yet. And if you've been following the dads with the locks or just knowing a little bit more about betting, the biggest spread on the board almost never covers. In fact, right. There are more instances where the underdog wins outright. It doesn't hurt to even tease a little bit, bit of that. And for a while, this ha- this game had the makings of that. Bills pulled ahead ultimately 34-31. They hung on. Josh Allen had a really great game, 352 yards passing, three touchdowns. Diggs had a game. And got to give it up for the scrappy Dolphins because I had them written off. I didn't think they were going to be here. And I don't know if that meant because I thought the Bills were so much better or just because the Dolphins didn't have a, a, a you know a reasonable quarterback under center, but I left that game thinking, man, the Bills are lucky. Bills are lucky to yeah. get past this round. And yes, you need the momentum of a win, just like your Niners. But I, I don't know. Are more more red flags after the after the win, or more few? Let's 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 get out of here and get on to the next next game. In your opinion, I mean, I think I think I think all of what you're saying is accurate few and some red flags. If I was a bills fan, I definitely don't feel super stable. I mean, they, they have shown throughout the season too, that they can be beat. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not this, they, I know they get kind of labeled as like a juggernaut, but they definitely can be beat, especially on a team. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the dolphins hit their, um, their uh, dark horse status that I predicted by making it to the playoffs. I don't know what they would need to achieve to hit Dark Horse. Is that Super Bowl win for Dark Horse? I mean, they still made it to the postseason. I think that alone is a check that a lot of people weren't weren't cashing earlier or weren't right. weren't writing before the season. So I, I'd still say you had the best uh, Dark Dark Horse. I think I think I had Chargers, but like again, they they were more projected to do better than the Dolphins were. You know, and I think the Dolphins would have done. I mean, we see it. We saw. It. Tua is the difference maker there. I mean, he was the one that put it together, made it work for them. If Tua was there, I think it could have potentially been a different game, Bills, Dolphins. Um, but, I mean, yeah, they came in, got the win. Or, sorry, came in. They did do the win. It wasn't like they came in. Dolphins came in, got the, the loss. But, you know, as a Niners fan, of, uh, looking at somewhere where we may have to face them in the future, um, it it's – Less terrifying, still terrifying, less terrifying uh, than, say, the, the Chiefs. It's a good example. point. You've got yeah. a lot of film now of teams that are finding ways to score, finding ways to stop them when they need to. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What was the what was the game after? I mean, the next game for me and that was amazing was Giants-Vikings. I was into this game. I, I really was. I, had a, I think I told you I had a buddy who's a Giants fan. I was definitely – did not want to face the Vikings. I think they're, they're a scary team. Um, so I was definitely watching it. And that game was another game where it just, it, it did, did, you couldn't look away. You just couldn't look away from the, from the screen. It had all the right stuff. I, I could not believe that, you know, everyone's talking about it, all the memes of, of Kirk Cousins doing just a little drop down pass for the, to end the season. Oh. I couldn't believe that he did that. Um, I don't know. It's a what real do you play because You're you know what? Your head. What do you think? Well, Kirk Thuggins played really well for about three and a half quarters. He was putting balls out, you know, right in the guy's chest. You yep. know, go ahead and yep. cut cut that and loop it. Balls in the guy's <laughs> chest, right? But the game had this momentum back and forth the entire, really, in, from second quarter on, where as soon as the Vikings faltered and they they couldn't keep up the scoring. You thought, well, they're not stopping the Giants. The Vikings defense, second half of the season, fucking nosedived. And Danny Dimes and the Giants took full advantage. I mean, 301 yards passing plus 78 on the ground. 
Daniel Jones is like the biggest nerd of all time. I was like, say, do, what do we think of him? I mean, are we believing this? No, he looks like a Ken doll that was just like a little bit inflated with a bike pump, you know, like it doesn't even look like a real human being. I feel like he might be a robot, but he, he played the game of his life. Um, I feel like cousins, unfortunately yeah. is going to be remembered for that check down, but he had a really good game. Otherwise I was kind of excited to see how this game would go. And it just, it just didn't work out for him. Um, a lot of people called the Vikings frauds throughout, throughout the season. A lot of one, one score wins, which is really, again, what we've said a whole season, who has the ball last or who has better clock management skills, who has the more timeouts. Um, I'm excited to, uh, to see some new blood in the playoffs when giants win a game, I think it was their first playoff win since was that the first win since they won the super bowl. I think it is. Yeah. Plaxico Burris, former Spartan, um, real, real former nightclub, uh, guy that gets banned from a nightclub from where, for wearing super sharp and a gun did not renew his Foyd card, but, um, (laughs) yeah, he, uh, I, I like to see some teams. It gives me hope for the teams that have been in the slugs and the dregs for so long, like, like a bears potentially like, Hey, look, they turned it around pretty quick and uh, they've got a lot of momentum. And to your point of how you're kind of placating the Niners as that standard of the radar team, that is literally the giants, especially Agreed. who they have coming in next week. So um, yeah, I thought it was a good game too. I was rooting for the Vikings. That's who I had, but like, I can't be disappointed in a seven point playoff win. You know, like it was a great game. Yeah. And, and I picked the Vikings to win, but I was rooting for the giants. And and honestly, the giants were, playing really well at the beginning of the season. And I was like, and I remember texting my buddy being like, is this happening? Are you, are you <laughs> seeing this? And he was not willing to accept the fact, you know, that he was going to get his heart broken eventually. Um, and, and they're, and they're doing it and he was losing his mind. Um, he wasn't even, he was, he went social media dark before the game. He didn't want, he, I think he turned his phone off because he didn't want, didn't want to be bothered by it. Other Hardcore people. fan. Yeah. So, um, it, but yeah, I mean, tune, it was a good game. His tune changed. Is he now a believer that they have one playoff win, or is he still naysaying it and going, "It doesn't matter. It's just one. yeah." He's he's he won't he won't allow himself to believe that it's happening. We <laughs> we hung out uh, on that what that was a Thursday before the game, and he was talking about how he wasn't sure about you know Jones being the guy, um, but but I, I'd like to I'd like to check in with him now to see where he feels because I mean it's going to be a big game against the Eagles. I mean, that's huge. a huge game. Huge. I can't wait. So, can't wait. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I know we're, 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 we're chomping at the bit. I um, mean, and, and another, another game that we, that was equally as good, but it had some other underlying storylines is the, you know, Ravens Bengals game, you know, Joe cool looked amazing. Lamar didn't even go to the game. What do you think? I mean, when Claire and I turned this game back on, I think it, yeah, it was Sunday night. I had Monday off. So for whatever reason, we, we probably stayed up late with the kids to watch a movie or something. They were a little footballed out. They're too young to realize that what they're watching is fucking legendary and historic. Legend, so one yeah. day they'll get it. But we turned off the, the movie, put them to bed. I sat down literally for the play where Huntley tried to jump over the end zone and it was a 98-yard fumble. That was the first play I watched. And I think I turned the game on, and I went, ah, oh, shit, because I had a decent chunk of change on the Bengals, just the Bengals money line. Like, I think they were part of a few parlays. And as soon as I sat down, I was like, Claire, get back over here. Get back over here. You got to watch this play. Like, I've never seen how quick a momentum can just shift in the game. So I, I didn't get to see the beginning of the game, but looking at the box score, uh, I know the Ravens were up at half. I know that they were playing pretty well. Huntley didn't do too bad. I mean, yeah, he almost he almost grew into a pretty serviceable backup quarterback by the time all this yeah. was done. Yeah, good point. Uh, the game was kind of like uneventful first two quarters and didn't really didn't really give you much to look at. But the that play that you're talking about was. I mean, I couldn't believe it was happening when it happened. It just, it, he literally was going over and I thought, okay, he's just going to jump right over, stick that ball over and, and get it. I mean, all you got to do is, you know, cross the plane and you could see his hands go over and it just looked like someone that didn't really know what they were doing. That's the thing. He looked, he's like just a little out of his element. And he was uh, trying to do the Michael Jordan space jam 
just, like dunk, but he was yeah. so far away. He he didn't he even was. get close. He he, he's so trying to tell the, the refs, I'm over, I'm over. He's like, I got it, yeah. Conference and then the guy just came and went, pop, and he popped right out of his hands, and the guy ran all the way back. I mean, that was that was amazing. And then I honestly thought, I mean, I was brushing my teeth, ready to go to bed at the end of the game. I thought that one guy was going to come down with it at that big Hail Mary at the end of the game. I thought if that guy catches it, he came, I mean, it touched his hand. He yes. came so close to catching that thing. If that would have happened, it would have just been amazing. The doors would have blown off that place. They, they I thought they were going to go for two if they were able to get it in. Like, go yeah. for it. The, they had just seen what happened the night before where right. risk had paid off. And yeah, that was that was big. Very, again, something to point out. Another divisional game where they had already played each other twice this year. And the Bengals couldn't cover their eight and a half point spread. Like, like some of these bets are, are, I don't want to say easy at the end of the year, but you got to look at it and go like the dolphins are here for a reason. The, the Bengals and Ravens are here for a reason. We're not going to get these blowout type games. Now this, this script could change in the, in the divisional round, but like, man, there were some pretty easy underdogs to take here just to keep it a close game. And they almost won. Like if Hunt, if Huntley gets over that plane, we might we might be talking about wow I guess the Super Bowl curse is real Burrow couldn't even advance past the first round passed against the the backup you know so right we'll see what happens and I I I think there's some underlying stories which again we can get to this in our off season uh, what we think is going to happen but I think the whole Lamar Jackson situation is is interesting why well, he didn't play that whole st- that whole storyline is a definite interesting take. Um, now he's got a little bit of extra ammunition in his thing because he's he's his own agent. Did you did we talk about this? No, he doesn't have an agent. Yeah, he is he represents himself. Is that like he doesn't want to give up ten percent of it, or just maybe that's a part of it? Or okay. he just I mean, he, he just it's actually not that best. bad of an idea, right? Um. So yeah, he's like, look, if I that was me, we would have won that game. So <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't know if he wants to stay in Baltimore anymore. I don't know. Well, yeah, J.K. Dobbins came out and was pretty transparent, too. Like, I ran the ball 10 times in the first half. They didn't give it to me again. Why is he running the ball in? If it, if if he was if Lamar was here, we would have won. If I would have ran it in, we would have won. So the Ravens have some disarray. They have some things to figure out. Definitely going to yep. be a, a, a hot team to talk about in the offseason. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be they'll – be, that'll be one to watch for sure because they're – I don't think they're out of the conversation. They're just having a, some turmoil. Agreed. And so the last game then was the Monday night game, which uh, might have been, you know, old, old sunset for, uh, for, for Tommy B. But, yeah. Uh, the, the Cowboys went into Tampa, cooked, cooked up the bucks and uh, it wasn't even a game. It was, it was by far the most lopsided game in the weekend, the most, the least entertaining game of the weekend. Yeah. I'm not saying that just to hate on Dallas. I just, if you, from a football fan's perspective, it was, it was 18 nothing at the half. I think the, the most exciting thing was that their kicker kept missing extra points. That was the most exciting thing. And and that is, I mean, I guess I would have rather it been, you know, six to ten. Uh, just as a, as far as if it's gonna be a boring game, I'd rather it to where they both look terrible, especially at the team who I'm wearing at the face is the team. But as far as the kicker miss, missing those passes or missing those kicks, that guy doesn't he doesn't he's not on the team anymore, right? Like are, is, are we safe to assume that guy is I'm glad you asked. He he's Making still on the burrito team. bowls. He he is. He is. Uh, he's still here. He's still uh, Brett Brad Maher, right? Uh, and I know we have a couple cowboy listeners. One of the guys really wanted to be on the pod, so we'll have to get him on next season. Ooh, but, maybe uh, after the game. Yeah. Well, I thought like this would be the best time to get him on because we have a little rivalry. But it'd be weird to say, "Hey, I'm Chris. I'm I'm Rob. You want to go at it? You want to fight?" Um, Cause I'd be, I'd be egging you guys on. I'd be like, do you already said about you when you're in the bathroom? Here, let me, <laughs> let me play this audio back. Um, they picked up a backup kicker uh, Good. as, as insurance. Like in other words, Maher, you have the leash that is so, so tight, but who knows if they'll even be called into action, right? We'll kind of get into that, but dude, Brady threw the ball 66 times in the game. It was, it was the worst game plan I've seen in a, a long time they they and they and you know what they've been showing us this the whole year i yeah. don't know why people were so gung-ho to bet the underdog brady and the bucks like 
they didn't play a great game most of the year. Why, why yeah. would they do it now? And the Cowboys happen to have their best game in about two months. Um, Dak talked about it before the play, before the locker room. He said, Hey guys, legends are made in the playoffs. This is where the lights are on. We need to make a play now. Dude, Cowboys looked sharp. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I think it's also us as America inflating our own idea of what the Bucks were because all season long, they never delivered. Never. They never delivered, but but you said it, or sorry, Dak said it, I guess. Legends are made in the playoffs, and that's where Brady has carved out his niche, and he was in the playoffs, so you have to assume he's going to do what he does. That's what we said last week. Yeah. Um, but he did. We he all looked tired. He, yeah, he looked, he, looked, he looked like he was just ready to leave. He looked like he had a tea time tomorrow. I don't know. He just, he just looked like he could not give a shit about the outcome of the game. Yeah. Um, I think he had a reservation at Old Country Buffet with his senior probably citizen did. discount. Yeah. He probably did. Him he was getting ready for some massage or something. I don't know what he was doing, but he was definitely not get giving oh. a shit about the game. Hanging out with Kraft or or Deshaun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Kraft go way back. So he's probably hanging out with Kraft. I mean, that's oh, a safer yeah. bet. Oh yeah. You don't want to be seen with Deshaun Watson these days. No. That's some rich, rich, rich old white guys. Right yeah, there, yeah, in exactly. The limo doing their thing. Yeah. Um, he's, he's doing all right. Yeah. So I, I feel like we might have seen the end of Brady. Uh, you might think have so? seen the end of Julio Jones. Um, definitely saw the end of some of those Buccaneer coaches. I don't think they'll be back. Um, we'll see. We'll see how the Cowboys fare because this is going to take us into divisional round. Um, but let's go. Let's let's keep in order. Are you ready to kind of kind of anything else you want to add on Super Wild Card Weekend? Anything else? No, I I think that if we get if 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 we get the games this week that we got last week, we are in for another amazing weekend. Um, definitely would we definitely need to talk more? Um, not maybe not today, but definitely need to talk more about like what we think Tom Brady's going to do, whether or not he's going to be done. Uh, there's some there's some stories there for sure. So. Uh, but this coming weekend is going to be, like I said, if, if it is as good as it was, we're in for it again. And I think it's going to be interesting to see the Chiefs play again. Um, to, yeah, Fuck yeah, the, dude. I don't want to even say it. I don't want to offend Mel, but the hot Jaguars, they, you know, coming in hot after a big win. Oh, let's spoil um, it. The Chiefs are playing the Jaguars. I know we didn't break that game down, but the Jaguars ended up beating the Chargers. Go watch it on on YouTube or whatever. It was, it was crazy. Uh, Mel Mel will still give his perspective, but let's start there. That's the first game. That's a Saturday game. That's a, I think it's two thirty Central, three thirty Eastern. Um, yep. Talk it through, man. You got you got Andy Reid on one side, who is let's be real. He's the regular season king. His team yep. has won the division, I think, seven or eight times in a row. He's not quite the Belichick, but he he's really good in the regular season playoffs. They don't always bring it. And then the flip side, you got Doug Peterson, kind of crazy, kind of kooky. Yeah. He he is hot right now. Guy called a Philly special in the Super Bowl. Like, let's not be real. I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves. This guy puts his balls online and he's got some big cojones. I'm and, sure. They're probably old and saggy too. So well, then they carry more weight. Right. You know, he's got to yeah. lift them up. So he's got to get get, you know, decent arms as well. But this <laughs> this has the makings of a very good game. I, I hope it is. And because I, I mean, I think if there's a team that, in my opinion, you said earlier, is, you know, no one, no one walked in here. Jags seem like they snuck in. Uh, you know what I mean? Just because of the way they've been playing for a lot of the season and they kind of yeah. come in, they do what they did. Uh, they kind of feel like they snuck in against the team. In my opinion, the Chiefs are, they're playing, they're playing in a different setting on Madden, it feels like. So yeah. um, I just feel, that I'm really hoping that they make it a good game. At the very least, they can maybe expose, you know, some weaknesses of the Chiefs going into the playoffs. Um, because, I mean, I looked to see the Chiefs lost three games, and most of them were pretty fluky um, over the season. And they had so, trouble with other teams, too. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And I don't care how big the lead gets. You don't count out this Jacksonville team now, either. That well, so, I, and you're right about that. I mean, I really you're, yeah, like. You're right. I really like the first quarter spread for KC. I think it's minus three. I like them to have an early lead in the game, and us to see 
a little bit of, I, I think it's going to follow a similar blueprint uh, of last week. It, maybe not to completion, right? Maybe not to the full climax of what happened to Mel. And Mel, like I said, he'll give us a full breakdown of how the climax impacted him. Um, gave him the flu for God's <laughs> sakes. He put, put him, yeah, exactly. Put him, put him on an IV. My God. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is uh, I think with the the Jags, they can score on the Chiefs defense. Yeah. The Chiefs defense is not really anything to, to to get you know scared about. Their their best defense is Mahomes <laughs> and yeah. scoring every possession that they can to keep a to keep the lid on it. So yeah, very their, exciting game. Yeah, their defense is keeping the other team's offense off the field. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Or or scoring so that it's like even like you guys have the pressure now. If you don't score, you won't keep up. Right. Um so as good as the games were last week, I think this is really the weekend, right? This this divisional round weekend. I so mean, I agree. Chiefs at home against the Jags. They're covering nine, according to Vegas. What's your prediction? I and mean, you know what? We don't have to do the spread. We can just do we can just do straight up again. Um, okay. For those yeah. those keeping track, Chris and I went three and three last week. Uh, Mel went four and two. So kind of similar to how the season went, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, look, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I, I I think they could cover that spread, um, but I'm going to say the Chiefs do win. I'm I'm hoping for a closer game than that, but um, yeah, the Chiefs. The, if the Chiefs come out and show any weakness as far as having that break, that'll be something to see. That that could be the thing. That could be the difference, right? But the the Mahomes Kelsey connection thing is one of those ones where I just don't know how Kelsey gets those, how he gets so open. Yeah. Like, like what are we doing here? Like, you know what I mean? Totally. Um, and totally. I got it when, when they had, when they had Tyreek and everything else that that's that made, made more sense. But I mean, truthfully on the team, there's not a lot of other weapons. They don't have, they have, it's, it's really just Mahomes, which again, he makes everyone look good. And and Kelsey, yeah, so. yeah. All right, I'm I'm gonna back you with the Chiefs winning. I think the Jags do cover. I do think the first quarter or even the first half, uh, Chiefs line is probably the best bet of that of that game. But don't be surprised then to see a lot of uh, action swing over to Jacksonville in the second half. I think we're looking at a 31-23 win from the Chiefs. Um, where they have 31 for the majority of the first three quarters. And then they kind of just wait it out, wait it out. And the Jags are going to make a clawing effort to get back into it, but ultimately mm-hmm. just, just fall short. You know, Lawrence is in his second or third year and Peterson's pretty new there. And Etienne is in his first full season as a pro. So like Jaguars might be a team of the future, but they're going to, they're going to, they're going to get close to greatness. That that touch of greatness might've happened last week or even beating the Titans to get in, like you said, sneaking in. Like I think we said, oh, their 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 win is just that's it. Like their runs over, but getting there is the win. Yeah, it it might be over here, but uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I I think that's that's a lot of points to assume that Casey's going to come out and just be be firing. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And we'll see. Yeah, that that will say a lot about their their what they did over the rest week. So yeah, you know, yeah, we'll see. All right. Um. Hey, real quick, what do you think about Mahomes' hair? Since you've been such a good critic, uh, an outspoken critic for Justin Fields' hair, what do you think about Mahomes' little yeah. uh, perm you know, thing? That's a great question, and I'm glad you're asking me because I feel like that's where they, what the people want to know. Yeah, is that's what I want to know. I, <laughs> you know, Mahomes, I don't love it. I think he could, he could, he could change it up and be okay. But I think he owns it. He's kind of one of the first guys to rock that kind of like pop on top. But he, he, it's not the same. It's just, it's a different kind of look. Um, I'm okay. I'd give it a, I'd give it a five out of 10. That's not great. No, but it's not no. bad. It's not, it's a little too unkempt. I would say if anything else fields, at least someone told him it has a, a style to it. Right. So like, I don't think anyone told Mahomes there's a style. It's basically like shave the sides, throw your helmet on, but at least fields, somebody, somebody cut it or at least braided it in a way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone's braiding those probably twice a week. I don't know how often you have to braid your hair to keep it like that, but he, he's putting a helmet on all the time. I mean, I'm assuming that Ouch. It's, it's, yeah, it just seems very, 
Yeah. Like too tight, naughty. Seem... Yeah. That does, I mean, I haven't had, I've been doing a buzz for about 13 years now. So I, I, I'm a little out of the loop, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and even when I had hair, I never did my hair that way. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it works, but I just can't imagine it being comfortable when you have the helmet on. No. All right. Well, maybe we'll do a little um, bracket of best hair by QBs. Oh, I would love so, that. That'd be great. That'd be really good. Together. All right. Give I mean, us some and, ideas. And we would fans. include include everyone. We'll, we'll get tra- I, I think there's going to be a day, and it may be next week, or sorry, it may be next year, that Trevor Lawrence shows up at training camp. Shortcut. That'll be that really be, jarring. That'll be yes. so weird. I mean, yeah. Guy's got like a, you know, little malnourished little brother of Tarzan thing going with, with that long hair, you know, like he's not that big, but he's big enough where you can go. He probably could have hung out in the jungle for a little bit, you know, lived for a few nights. You're not Tarzan though. Like let's, let's, yeah, let's like not... Tarzan's like sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, all right. <laughs> Saturday night, first matchup in the NFC is going to be in, uh, in Philly at the link. Lincoln Financial Field, Eagles taking on the Giants. Another, another divisional matchup, but they've already played twice this year. Philly has an eight-point favorite. Uh, Giants, like we talked about just just earlier, riding a little bit of momentum, riding that card of we're here with house money. Philly was the one seed in the NFC. I proclaimed them as frauds earlier in the year. I think they're very good. They're better than what I thought. I don't think they're the number one seed in the NFC, in my opinion. Um, but numbers don't lie. Chris, where do you uh, where do you see this game shaking out? What are you looking for? Well, did they split this game, this this series, the Giants Eagles? Was it or did the Eagles win both? Eagles won both, I believe. Okay. So I don't. And again, we we talked about this last week, and with the with the Niners kind of debunking that, hopefully debunking that theory of you know if you you can't beat a team three times because they just did it. Um, look, I, I think that I would love to say the giants win this. Um, you know, I don't know what the, the weather's going to be like in Philly, but it's probably going to be cold. Probably gonna be miserable. It is Philadelphia. I mean, that's all it is over there. And, It'll be miserable. Probably. <laughs> yeah, there'll be, there'll be dumpster fires all over the place, but I mean, I think, I think the Eagles are good. I do. I think they are a good team. Um, what's the spread on it? Eight, not quite as heavy as the the Chargers. Uh, sorry, sorry, Mel. Not quite as heavy as the Jaguars uh, and the Chiefs. Which, right. if that if that had panned out, that would have been another divisional matchup as well. But yeah, so it's an eight eight point spread. Eight point spread. Giants are on the road against the the, the, the I don't want to say the hot Eagles because they're not hot. They're not like the Chiefs coming in firing they're not like the Niners they're not even like the Bills necessarily they had a really weird last what four games with Hertz being out in out having that action Minshew came in and what he lost two games for him did he lost Uh, he lost two out of three even when they played the Bears um they beat us by five four games left to go in the season or the fourth to the last game but I would just chalk that up to Hertz being out and knowing they were likely going to lock up the one seed. I mean, they didn't know that you guys were going to win 10 in a row, but for the most part, they had to just beat the giants in week 17, which is what they did again. I guess, I guess now it's called week 18. Sorry. Uh, But they beat them twice this year. And the last game of the year was against the giants. So they just played each other a few weeks ago. And you, and yeah, without hurts, without hurts. And they, and they won by six. Right. So I think, I think it does not cover, but I think Eagles win. Um, and I think that's, uh, yeah, I think that's how it's going to be. I don't think you know what, the Giants... I stand, I stand corrected. Hertz did play that last game. To he get played the reps. last game. He yeah. He played, I want to say Minshew played two, lost it. And then, and then Jalen Hertz played the last game. And again, I don't know what, I don't know the full situation of, did he come back before he was maybe should have come back or was it, um, or was he, you know, just trying to you know like you said they already knew they had the one seed so they weren't pushing yeah i think that's that's probably a combination of those factors um they wanted to make sure that minju could play uh and run the offense which i didn't think he did that bad um 
that game against Dallas, I think they they lost by six or something, but it was it was a really high scoring competitive game. It was a very good game. Yeah, no, I um I I it's not I don't fear seeing the Eagles as as a Niners fan. That doesn't necessarily make me crazy as far as if that's who we're gonna face next. Um I would rather go against the Giants, I guess. But that being said, as we've just mentioned, none of these teams sneaked in, snuck in. So um, I don't, I don't, I get nervous at every game. So that's fair. That's fair. This is the only game on the docket I see where um, I do see the home favorite just dominating. Yeah. I think this is where the Giants train ends. Uh, I think the Eagles kind of do do what they can to to prove hey jim you know maybe we are pretty good not that it's personal against me or anything they don't they don't know the dads yet uh but i i I think that this is a chance for them to to shine um i really like their coach the giants coach is great too but this is just going to be talent versus talent and i think the eagles have them in spades um the defense is going to just give daniel jones nightmares i don't see daniel jones running as effective as he was they put a lot on film last week against the Vikings that the Eagles probably had more time to game plan for. Plus, I like what you said. This isn't a year where winning the third game in a row is going to be impossible. I think the, the Eagles are going to keep that trend going. Um, I have them winning by two scores, so I do think that they they cover the eight as well. Yeah. So I, I would go heavy on the Eagles here as well, um, Yeah. at least in and the I first half. You said it right. The Talent versus talent. If you look at straight up on paper, Eagles have more, so... Yeah. Yeah. But it should still be hopefully competitive, but I think by the end of it, Eagles by 11, maybe 12. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then we go to the next game, which is the Sunday uh, afternoon game, which Sunday, is going to, I mean, it's, it's, it's been billed. It's so perfectly the way they've done this. The, the script writers of the NFL are just on fire. We have the Bengals going to Buffalo against the bills and, the re- the game that we did not get to see because of everything that happened with DeMar Hamlin. Um, I'm sure like we talked about, is, is Hamlin going to be in the stands given the thumbs up? I mean, there's so much storyline here. It's like a Melrose place episode for our young viewers or listeners. They may not know that reference, but previously so on the juice- NFL and it just, yeah, shows exactly. dude, yeah. I told my boys, guys, the bills and Bengals play this weekend and the kids go, Oh, they're, they're going to finish that, that game. And I was like, like, it didn't even register with me. I said, no, 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 guys, this is a playoff game. And he goes, Oh, they're, they're, they're going to finally get a play. Huh? And I was like, they're in the playoffs. And it finally clicked like, Oh, you mean like the game that we were watching together two, three weeks ago? Sorry. Yeah, no, no, this is a new game. We're going to start zero, zero, but good memory on these kids, man. I like they're keeping dad in line. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so they're going to get to play. I I I think that could be a a great uh a, a great rivalry that seems like it's been formed and kind of a rivalry that's formed differently than other rivalries because they seem to really kind of they're they're friendly. Like, you know, there's Bengals fans wearing Bills things, Bills fans wearing Bengals things. Um so yeah, I think this could be a cool game. Um uh, I, I, I need to hear your thoughts. Cause I, I'm, I haven't figured all mine out yet. Well, you know, I'm a big bills guy. Um, I know you I really, really think that, uh, that game two, three weeks ago would have told us more about this game, but because it wasn't played, there's a whole level of like mystery now, I think with the game, because earlier in the year, it was all bills, bills, bills. And then the second half of the season, it became Bengals and, don't don't count them out with 17 and 3 18 and 4 against the spread or whatever over the last 20 22 games um this is a game where if i if i was going with my heart it's the bills if demar hamlin's in the building it's definitely the bills cuz you know you got the whole added yeah. emotional element to it oh yeah but something tells me this is going to be a high scoring maybe a first game we see with the new overtime rules for the playoffs because Ooh, I can nice see this game ball. going very deep into the game. Um, this is the game of the weekend, I think. This yes. is the game where Sunday at 2, I, I don't know what you're doing. Clear your schedule. I'm looking at my family shared now. I think we're going to be okay. We're going to get our asses home after 
our, our flag football game and watch some real football. Um, I don't know. I might even abstain from picking this one because I don't, let's just say this. I like both of these teams more than I like the chiefs. And if I have the chiefs on one side, I just want whoever wins this game to do it with um, no, no health scares going off of the last game, no crazy injuries. And I would love to see a level of sportsmanship that we have not seen on a playoff level in, in as far as I can remember, if any of that goodwill carries over from the DeMar Hamlin game, that would be great to see. I think it's, I think it's a little premature to say it's going to be like that, but I'm just putting my, my expectations low. Just maybe we see it from a little bit. Maybe we see it from the first couple series and then the game picks back up. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be admittedly awkward. It's going to be very weird. You know, the Bengals had, they won that game, which they were up when they called it. Just, yeah, saying. you could argue seven, three. Okay. But you could argue they looked pretty good and the bills yeah. just looked okay. Uh, the Bengals would be home had they yeah. won. Right. So like, Who's playing with a little chip on their shoulder? The Bengals. Right. The Bills are still compartmentalizing the loss of their 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 cornerback and also figuring out, guys, we have a, a season that's still potentially ours to go get. So I am not going to pick this game other than to say I think it's going to go to overtime. I would like to see the Bills win, but I I it's it's hard to deny the Bengals are on a streak that like everyone's picking against them again. That's exactly what they want to hear. Yeah. Five and a half point spreads. If it's five and a half, I'm taking the Bengals for five and a half, but for the money line, I'm going to, I'm going to probably stay away. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't know we could stay away. So that's nice to know we can. Yeah, I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if we all but, abstain. This is a very quick podcast. So we have to talk a little bit. I do. I like that. I, I, I really hope that we get to see that new overtime rule. Cause that is a nice little twist, which will now be, after this playoffs will be implemented regular season, correct? I think so. I think this year it's just for the playoffs. And, you know, America deserves an opportunity to see it in action with two of the best teams in, in the league, right? Yeah, I agree. I think you're right. Sunday is definitely the better day for the football with matchups with the Bills, Bengals, and then the Niners, Cowboys, which we'll get to in a second here. I think I... Because I picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl, I'm taking the Bills. But I'm kind of rooting for Joe Cool and the Bengals. I do like me some Joe. Uh, I, I I like I like the Bengals to take this. Um, yeah, yeah. You're going Bengals. I'm going Bengals. Yeah. Okay. See, I think this is probably the the, the smarter move too. Uh, Allen is so talented and I want, I want them to win because I'm thinking of the next week matchup in Kansas city. And of course I have to think of the bills chiefs from the year before, right? Like that would be the best rematch where it was like, you know, everyone was saying, forget these playoffs, just have those two teams play a best of seven and we'll call that the super bowl. Um, right. But Burrow is so reserved and I'd love to see that too, especially as my kids are watching, like, Hey, do you see how composed he is? And he doesn't get, bigger than the game. Sometimes Allen tries to do too much and that yeah. could backfire here. I think Burrow right. keeps his cool, keeps his calm. And you know, Burrow, Burrow didn't have a problem going into Kansas city last year either uh, right. to get to, to get to the championship. So like, I don't know, dude, the, this yeah. is the best game on the schedule. I think the best yeah. game, no, no disrespect to your game. I think this game is a coin toss. I, I think, I think didn't, didn't Cincinnati beat Kansas city in regular season this year by, by like one score. Yeah. And Burrow is three and O against Kansas city lifetime. Like he is, he's not afraid of Mahomes. He's not afraid of the chiefs at all. At all. At so all. there we go. I, I, I like that action. I think it's, I think I agree. With you. It's a coin toss. I love a, I love the idea of a overtime win. I'm going to disagree with you and say, it's not, it, it, it's one of the games of the week. The game of the week is easily Niners Cowboys. The rivalry is back. It is it is thick. There is shit talk. There is not, Cowboys fans saying, "Bring on the Niners." Um, it is deep, and I love it. And as a kid that grew up, uh, you know, watching the Niners play in the early mid '80s, and then watching the Cowboys play in the '90s, and the rivalries that were going on at that time, this is what it's all about. 
I love this. And I think that, you know, we've gone back and forth in recent years. This is, we're back in it to where the rivalries are happening in the playoffs. And that's where this, that's where this stuff gets it's sticky. Um, as far as the game itself, I, I mean, obviously I'm thinking Niners are going to take this. I'm not saying I'm super, super, super confident, but I'm feeling really good about this. The way it looks straight up and down up on paper, looks like the Niners can take it. I think the only question people are saying is like, you know, Dak versus Brock. I mean, Brock looks good. I, you know, I mean, um, he hasn't done anything to show me that he's, he's, he's um, not good. So yeah. I, yeah. What do you're you not think? wrong? You're not wrong. And I want to hear more about your, your expectations for this game and who, who could be breakout, who could, who could do something. Sunday's games are trumping Saturday's games. Let's just be yes. real that this, this, the script writers are saving the two best games for last. So I'm just saying one, a one B you guys are just slightly below the, um, the main the main title card but very like very one right and then one yeah almost like slanted um look <laughs> i deal with a lot of cowboys fans i work with a lot of them they do have a popular belief that purdy is due for a bad game right that he's a rookie no rookies ever won a super bowl um until this year and he's i think a lot uh, of things yeah no dude exactly this is a year for history guys like let's just not you know let's not shy away from that Streaks are meant to be broken. The The most exciting thing I'm thinking about is the Cowboys' momentum going into that game. I do expect them to be up and amped. And you know what? That team lives on what it did in the 90s. So, like, if you even just scratch that surface, they should bring it for a little bit. But I think that San Francisco's defense hits them in the mouth, like, right like separates their heads from their shoulder pads. It is, it is violent. It is a chippy game. And ultimately the tougher team is going to win. And it's a no brainer. San Francisco is a tougher team. So I am not buying that the Cowboys are back because they had an amazing game against the bucks who really, like we said, never impressed us all year. Like, let's look at it from a hindsight. They never really did much. There were, there were eight and nine. An eight nine team even hosting a playoff game is kind of absurd yeah. in these in this day and age. But I really, no matter how fired up the Cowboys come, this is a battle of attrition. This is a battle of war. San Francisco's got a defense that will clamp down. Second half, I hope it's tied at the halftime. I as second half, Dallas isn't going to score. San Francisco is going to clamp it down. Purdy doesn't have to do much. He's got McCaffrey. It, he has right. Debo. It could yeah. become their game. Eat the clock. Robbie Gold. I think the spread is, is it four? I think it went up to four, yeah. So Which I don't I know why it, it went up to, but yeah. Well, people are betting San Fran, right? If yeah. it was four and a half or uh, three and a half, now it's at four. Yeah. I could see San Francisco winning by anywhere between three and six. And, and having Dallas always be in the rear view, always trying to get back into the game, but yeah. they just can't move the ball. Yeah. I think I think the thing that's interesting too is you know the the Niners for the last I think seven games have scored over thirty points. I think it's like I want to say it's like thirty four. I may be wrong there. That's solid. In the exact number. But the, but the fact is is that means you have to score over thirty four points in this example on that defense to beat the Niners. So the Niners right now is for the ever they've always kind of been a defensive for facing team first. Now they've got this offense that is nasty i mean again right brock pretty doesn't have to do that much but if he does just do what he's been doing he's gonna do perfect he's gonna be perfect for this position because he's got like you said mccaffrey debo kittle Ayuk, you i mean i'm missing probably some people in there too you know what i mean yeah mccaffrey yeah i mean you know he's got these guys um and then hopefully that defense steps up who do you have mckinnon still mckinnon I don't think so. Jarek Jarek McKinnon. Who am I thinking of? Is he even, do you have oh. another running back back there who started scoring? Elijah Mitchell. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. He's back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You had him back. at one point. No worries. Uh, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I, and you guys are scoring a shitload of points lately. And Purdy is, uh, you know, realistically, he's getting better each week too. Yeah. But do you, do you think, do you think the stage will be too big for him at any point in the game? Like, like, um, you said he kind of was a little shaky in the start of the Seattle game, right? Like, yeah. like 
Is he more prepared and relaxed? Or do we see a little bit of that again up front, you think? Um, because I, I could see him throwing a, a pick early on yeah. and getting Dallas hyped up. But then again, Dallas getting nowhere and right. relying on Maher to kick a field goal. Good luck. Yeah, right. Exactly. And if, and yeah, if, if that's the case, that's, that's another issue that I, I don't worry about. I mean, do I think that the, do I think the stage could get too big for him? I, I don't think so. I mean, he seems to have, you know, the people around him to support him to where they're not going to let that happen. Now, you know, like you said, no rookies ever done that. Um, it'll be interesting to see, uh, I would honestly feel a little bit differently if it was, if it was Trey Lance, if the same situation was Trey Lance, because he could also the same or close to the same story could be applied. Trey Lance doesn't have, didn't have as much experience with bigger games like Brock Purdy has done. He, you know, he's played in bigger schools and won bigger games and Trey Lance won. So that's something he didn't have the same kind of, I mean, the, the guys around him really seem to be pumping him up, you yeah. know, which it's a feel good story. You know, yeah. like he, he almost isn't getting enough love because of all the other uh, storylines going on in the league. Like this is right. a guy who, and, and, and the rookie thing was not winning a Super Bowl, So he could still win this week and win next week. And then, right. And then really have history. And I don't think, I think this, I think the stat is no rookie quarterback has ever started the Super Bowl. Like never, never. You so know. they never even got there. I think that's the stat. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're two games away, but you got to get through this one. The first one first. That's um, it. Yeah. Do you, do you think that they cover or as a fan? Are you, are you going to kind of just, I think say, they do cover. I think they up. cover. Okay. Um, and I think the Niners will win. Um, um, but I think, I think it could be a close game. Like you said, it's three to six. What is it four? It is. Yeah, I, four. Think, I think, I think they, I think they cover. And it went from three to four because Maher is expected to miss another extra point. So there's the extra <laughs> point right there. I mean, I, Talk about is the is the is the is the game too big for him? I mean that that has got to be on your mind. If the game if it comes down to that guy kicking a game winning field goal, are you kidding me? Do you let the guy kick it? I mean that's the why they got Viz Vizcaino or whatever to to help him be backup. But yeah, I that's mean, a mess. They're going to be double guessing and second guessing themselves. And God forbid they go for it on a fourth, and Bosa's there to blow it up in the backfield or any one of the other studs on your defense. They're all and, going to be pointing at the kicker at the end of the game and saying and these you, were extra points, spots. right? These were not even field goals. They were all extra points. He missed four. Yeah. Four in a row. It was oh. weird. It was weird. Um, I also like the Niners to cover. I think the Niners will win the game. Probably 27, 21 is what I'm thinking, but I could also see like 27, 10. I could see Dallas kind of just running up against that buzzsaw because you could say Purdy's never faced a defense like, like Dallas is yet San Francisco's way better than Dallas on defense, especially at yeah. home. So, okay, Dak, you had one great game. You still lead the league in interceptions and you missed five games this year. So like I kind of expect, uh, you know, maybe Fred, Fred, Fred Warner to get a pick and probably Bosa to do a couple pass deflections and someone else gets it. Like this game could get ugly. It could get. I want it to be ugly. Yeah, I want it to yeah, be real. You'd ugly. be cool with that. You'd be. Yeah. you'd be great with that. I would. I would be very cool with that. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's gonna be a good weekend. I'm. I'm very much looking forward to it. It's gonna be the weekend soon, so we can start getting into football mode. I'm very excited. I actually, don't have any plans this weekend, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. So again, that's Saturday, three thirty, kicking off with the uh, Chiefs and Jaguars in in KC, uh, ending. Sunday at 530 uh, in San Francisco with the Niners and uh, Cowboys. How yeah. about them? How about them? I like it. Yeah. How about them? It's the best. I, I want tomorrow to be over quickly so we can get through Saturday. Uh, I just have a couple of errands to run with the kids. Saturday, uh, we got flag football practice. Sunday, we got a game, but we're done before kickoffs. So let's get love together, it. man. Let's let's have some hot I'd water and uh, yeah. put our feet up and not get stressed out. I would I'd be happy to like drink some, yeah, drink some Waterloo uh, water with you. And we're still on that dry January tip. So yeah, yes, sir. I like it. Um, all right. Well, Hey, look, we're, we're good. We're looking at time. Um, Mel, we missed you understand the situation. Hopefully you are feeling better. You'll come back next week and we can, if you put it this way, if it doesn't come back by next week, we could give him shit. 
deal. Yeah, Done. there's no way the flu lasts that long. That's, That's right, exactly. Yitis from the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I played golf with him. I said on on Monday. So if he's sick, then I'm sick, which I feel great. So <laughs> <laughs> feeling good, getting better. <laughs> so anyway, for Jim and for the uh, world's greatest intern, Mel, we've been the dads, and uh, we've been talking football. Have a great week. Go Niners. Let's ride. Good luck on, yeah, good luck. This is going to be some, some great games, guys. Great games. Enjoy the weekend. See you guys.